This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. After Saturday's draw with Wednesday, it's time for Blue Monday. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering all things Ipswich Town since 2015. My name is Mikey Penty-Smith and after Ipswich drew another must-win game, I'm joined by Craig Finbow and David Diamond. How are your moods today after yesterday's roller coaster? Yeah, all right, better. It's got better. The graph has gone an upward curve as the day has gone on. So, yeah, we'll see. Good to hear. How about you, Dave? Yeah, I think I'm okay. Yeah, it was just a different context to the draw yesterday, wasn't it? Which I think was um, helped helped matters, I think. So, uh, yeah, reasonably, reasonably okay, I think, today. You weren't crying over your Chinese takeaway last night then, Dave? Was not crying. It was a Trong's takeout, so you can't cry over that. It's not, that brings nothing but joy, for goodness sake. So, yeah, that was uh, um, <laughs> a... Um, yeah, a uh, a nice, a nice way to get over perhaps another two points dropped, but yeah, no, that was all good. One, one trong made it right or something. Two trongs don't two. No, <laughs> yeah, you're on the right track. You're on the right yeah. track. I think there. Yeah. At least we've got a two, two trongs. trongs attack. Make... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's dip into the comments and see <laughs> see who's joining us tonight. Uh, lives too short. Says playoffs. Here we come. Uh, Michael Warren, good morning all from Brisbane. I'd like to thank iFollow for letting, letting us watch a total of 2.8 minutes of the match as it would not work in Oz. Yeah, it was only available on the, the app yesterday. Mm. Um, Matt Macon, evening all, tuning in from the ITFC women's minibus on its way back from a victorious day out for the Tractor Girls against Bridgewater this afternoon. I don't know if Matt's doing the double Southwest Um trips this week going to Bristol Rovers as well but yeah uh, a good response to the disappointing result last week Dave a 2-0 win at Bridgewater to get back on track yeah I think so and I, I, was, I was sort of looking at the um looking at the telegram sort of um responses and stuff and I th- did I get it right did other results perhaps go our way as well this afternoon I'm not quite sure but seemingly they did I think I Matt will no doubt put us right yeah. in a put us sure, right Matt in a minute. Put us but, right in the comments. Yeah, you will. Yeah, but no, another good. Um, obviously, another good win. Indeed, and Andrus is with us tonight. Charlie D didn't like the opener, but says well done, Tractor Girls. Uh, Nick Muller says nice to bounce back from two down. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Bradford says he can't help but feel deflated even after coming from two goals down. Next five games has to be maximum points. I mean, I think that's going to be the flavour of tonight's show, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yesterday may turn out to be a good point, but only if we can be the flat track bullies that we were earlier on in the season. 
Eric Clapton's here. Romeo 4. Um, not quite sure what this one is. Paul Lambert could do a job at Portman Road. Hmm. Okay. Um, but, they're still after a concessions manager or something, are they? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. MW's here. Evening all. Um, so, yeah, before we get on to the, the Wednesday game, we've touched upon Ipswich women winning 2-0 away at Bridgewater. There was a little bit of bad news that filtered around on Friday. We don't really know the extent of this news, uh, but that was that Lee Evans had indeed suffered a knee injury against Cambridge. And we also found out that Longu wouldn't be fit to play either. A double blow this, Craig, um, and one that perhaps contributed to that first half that followed. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah we all know what Karen Humphreys... Um... You know, positives are and, and what he's good at but yeah it would have been nice to have had one of our maybe more experienced maybe a bit sturdier shall we say central midfielders in there from the from the very beginning there was a bit of a concern maybe that he'd get a, a little bit lost in the maelstrom that was a, a central midfield including uh barry bannon of amongst others um but I, I think he grew into the game didn't he? I, I didn't remember seeing too much of him first half to be honest um and obviously we didn't have anything on the bench either did we um as as replacements so yeah we were really really short there we you know dominic ball and uh, can't come back to fitness suit quick enough can he really um, we haven't heard much about kamara that's just gone off the radar completely so um yeah fingers crossed um lee evans isn't too bad but i think our um resident uh, leg doctor here mr david diamond saw a uh, what he what he thought was a, a leg brace under his tracksuit didn't he definitely knee brace yeah definitely was i think so um I think that's probably some sort of. I mean, it's not. You wouldn't think as an ACL. He was. He was sort of, yeah, walking and obviously limping a bit. But yeah, maybe a medial ligament thing. But I think they're talking about scanning early this week, aren't they? I believe. Probably wait for <laughs> swelling to go down and stuff, don't they? Before yeah, they start. Yeah, start yeah. And I, think, it, I think you're right, Craig. I think first half Humphreys was lost. Really. Yeah. Um, all right. He made, well, we'll get we'll get on to the goal. I suppose that's the first time he really showed in the first half that it just sort of passed him by. But he wasn't obviously the only one for the right. first it, forty minutes. To be fair, just puts a big onus on Morsey, doesn't it? To yeah. to carry that to carry that whole midfield. Which as a result, you know, you sort of the spot puts the highlight puts the spotlight on Morsey. You think, well, he's not doing much. Well. The poor guy's probably covering more ground than he particularly wants to if he would do if, if Evans was next to him or maybe Yeah, you'd you think Luongo would have been absolutely perfect in there in there yesterday. Someone with a bit mm. of nous, a bit of experience and, you know, a good, you know, likes a tackle as we know. So, yeah, that was... Um, but uh, but you're right what you said. Hum, um, Humphrey subsequently then did certainly have a much more influence on the game second half. Indeed. Half a chance that Luongo might be all right to play Tuesday? Don't you don't know. Hard to so. know, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe um, a better game for Humphreys that one. Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah, we just and unfortunately we're just not, you know, dripping with central midfielders at the moment, are we? It's no. it's a shame. You can see, you can tell why we were quite um, keen to get Jack Taylor in from yeah. um, Peterborough in January, can't you really? Because um, yeah. Sod's Law Liam's are going to get injured the first week or so into into February once the transfer window slammed shut. It's gone worryingly quiet about camera as well, hasn't it? Just mm. nothing coming out really about him. I mean, I, I think I read somewhere last week that perhaps both him and John Jules targeting a comeback at some point next month. But, you know, by next month, that's another potentially, what, six games gone maybe? I think Ball was quite bullish or ballish even. Um, he was, he was um, I think, in the fan zone before the Morecambe game on like the stage doing an interview and he was quite bullish about being back for the last yeah. 10 weeks of the season I think he said okay um so you know hopefully he's gonna be out so it might take a little while to get up to speed but we just have not seen anything of him have we, we you know he him being a um a Kieran McKenna signing last summer for central midfield and we haven't seen the poor boy um hardly at all have we no even when he was no. fit he couldn't get in the team no a hmm. few more people have joined us here gents there's Max FX from Good Morning from from Melbourne. Uh, my mum's tuned in from the Mariners, so my dad's conversation is obviously <laughs> really keeping her interest this night. In the <laughs> Mariners. Mum, I love that. Yeah. Love that uh, Ian Wallbank, uh, evening gents, <laughs> all about the next five games now, win or bust, absolutely. And yeah, Matt Makin did come back. Dave Oxford and uh, Watford both won, as did Pompey beating London B's 4-1. 
I did have it. I think I had it right, Matt. Perhaps I just didn't see the end. The end game there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So just, just Neil, quickly, Mikey, your mum knows. Here. Your mum. Your mum did know that Ben wasn't on tonight, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell her that bit. <laughs> yeah, she probably tuned just, in. Was disappointed. We just lost oh, God. <laughs> we just lost a viewer. It's just gone down one. Yeah, gone. <laughs> and we've got Nat, the Sheffield Wednesday fan. Good evening, lads, and chat. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, this will be an extra enjoyable one for you tonight, Nat, because we're talking about about your club more so than more so than ever. Um, right. So let, let's um, let's get into the the Wednesday game, and yeah, quite a few changes from the team that mm. drew. At Cambridge, quite a few changes from the team that that lost at Burnley in the Cup as well. A couple of surprises in there, Dave. Potentially one being that Hurst starts rather than Ladapo. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, obviously Hurst got his dupe. No, yeah, I'll give it to Hurst. His first goal against Burnley, and I think generally led the line quite well. But I still think it's a little bit. A little bit harsh on the Dapo. Burgess was the one as well, wasn't it? Burgess, there was oh, yeah. talk of him, certainly on our sort of telegram group. Um, so there was talk of him sort of latter part of the week. Um, and again, so not totally surprised to see him start, particularly given the physicality of Smith, who always is a handful against us and always seems to score against us. More of that, more of that later. But again, no mention of any. Well, I didn't catch it. No mention of any injury or knock to Edmondson. Did anyone pick up on that? No. Don't think so. So again, you know, just out of the out of the squad. And uh, yeah, and again, you you you, you do. I don't know the settled back four. I mean, you do. You know, obviously Clark Clark in from Danassian, um from the Burnley game. Um, obviously, Clark was hooked at half-time, hooked at half-time against against Cambridge. Danessian, Danessian came on. So, I mean, yeah, I looked at it, as I said in the pub before, and look, he's got his three new signings there, Clark, Broadhead, Hurst. I guess from, from the manager's point of view, you've got to play him, haven't you? Almost. Hmm. But you're changing uh, Lord, again. You're, you're changing your two centre-halves, aren't you? From, I know. From last, well, that's what, from last that's Saturday. That's what Lord, Lord Ronald asked. Greg, no, don't I, we need to commit to a defensive covalent bond and stick with two centre-backs? Certainly. I, I think certainly the centre-backs. Definitely the centre-backs. Look, at this moment in time, I think we'd agree there's perhaps not a lot to choose between Clark and Danassian. Perhaps Clark gives you something a little bit more going forward, perhaps. Um, but certainly the centre-backs. You can't keep chopping and changing those. Because you may get to a situation where you know your right side of centre back doesn't know whether your goalkeeper's coming for the ball or not, and a six foot six striker decides to just go wandering through on goal after about. And I know, yeah. and, and I do like the right and left foot. I said it before. I do quite like the right and left foot combination. And probably look, look, looking at the game overall yesterday, Burgess is probably what what the best, if not yeah, one of the best players, if not the best best yeah. of our best of the bunch yesterday. He didn't do anything but, wrong particularly, did he? You know, he didn't. No. He just did his did his job and you know won his won his battles and yeah, yeah. distribution was good you know yeah. I quite like that we said before that sort of naturally left footed ball where he can you know just ping it ping it down the line ping it you know ping it left to left to Davis um, I think yeah I think it's safe to say it was his partner in the first half that struggled a little bit mm. I think it was harsh on that Sorry. it was horses for courses Sorry Craig with Burgess brought in to deal with Smith. Yeah, very possibly. Yeah, very possibly. And you can understand, you can understand why this. But we need to get to a point whereby, and I can understand why you do it for Sheffield Wednesday. They're top, were top of the league. Um, yeah. But we can't just keep tailoring and tinkering with our centre centre back partnerships for individual games. You know, you've got to get to a point whereby you just trust them to do their job and and to get on with it because you know you're just not going to get an an understanding um, with with them and their right back and left back and their goalkeeper you know they, they just oh. need to get an understanding as a as a group i just just quickly you got to feel sorry for ladapo and your crikey he's been playing so well scoring yeah. goals oh. you know he did he did well at cambridge last week um scored a lovely goal on the bench yeah yeah you know it takes and, a man, man takes a man management to you know to explain that the reasons behind it. I'm not saying hurst didn't play well he did but mm. you know if you're freddie ladapo there's not much more you can do to stay in the team you wouldn't think and I think no, we all know when we've all said he's just not so effective coming on, is he? The Dapo, he just doesn't affect the game really. No. Or he hasn't done. 
Maybe Portsmouth at home, apart, perhaps. Let's let's have a look at the the Wednesday team then, boys. And this is a team that Dave Diamond said earlier on in the season is bang average aside from Barry Bannon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Quote, unquote. Look, look, in my defence, it was very, very early in the season. And that was the frustration of having travelled to Sheffield and throwing away a two-goal lead. So, in my defence, a little bit of a little bit of frustration there, and it was quite early on in the season. Probably the the main thing <laughs> that you'd say about this team, having seen them in the flesh now, Craig, is big old boys, aren't they? Land of the Giants, oh. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, when you've got a, a six foot six centre half and a six foot six centre forward, you know. You're uh, you're set up to play in League One, aren't you? And even yeah. Dominic Orfa, I don't remember Dominic Orfa being quite as wide as he appeared. No, he was a bit more rangy, honest, wasn't he? When he when he mm. played for us, I appreciate it's a few years ago now, but uh, he's a big old unit now as well, isn't he? Um, so yeah, yeah they reminded me very much, and one of the people in uh, in Telegram mentioned it about uh, Rotherham um, from last year. They just looked a big, solid, strong League One yeah. uh, unit, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Flint says. Flint just seems to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> She's huge. It's the hair. He's still growing, isn't he? Nat yeah. says, to be fair, Wednesday haven't had the same back three or five in ages okay. either due to injuries. We, yeah, we've got, yes. we've got to acknowledge that. We yeah, talk yeah, about our own absolutely. injury problems, but Wednesday had problems. They they didn't have the their strongest bench for, for sure. Um, no Gregory, was there? Yesterday. No Wilkes, no Gregory. No strikers no. was on the bench. Then. No. Right, so let's get into this this game then and a scrappy first 15 minutes really um burns gets down the right in the 15th minute and we win a corner and burns then ends up winning a penalty craig but not really anything that anyone had spotted including the referee no that's right um and just before actually on the seventh minute i noticed the first shift wednesday fan was escorted out of the away section because i i looked straight across to it and that's, yeah, that's that. effort. seven minutes in isn't it to be yeah uh, yeah out. And i was i was watching on iFollow craig and when they zoomed in on the away fans just before kickoff you saw a steward talking to a wednesday fan who necks his beer and then hands the empty beer bottle to the steward <laughs> <laughs> maybe says a lot about the vibe in that away end ahead of the game Good. yeah yeah yeah, fair play. And they were good. They were loud as ever. Uh, they're always, the, they're always yeah. the best. best uh, yeah, they are. Friends. They really are. Yeah. To the um, but yeah, so in terms of the corner, it was either that or from the other side, wasn't it? From the It was from our side, wasn't it? Because the, the linesman in front of us, right in front of us, was the one that was doing the waving. But you know, we didn't see what it was. We were looking at the action in the middle. Um, but Burns goes down and the, say the linesman's adamant. His flag goes straight across his chest. Uh, fair play to him. And on, on the replays, it, it um, transpires that... Um, not only did Johnson have one swing at uh, Burns, he had a couple of swings at Burns with his elbow and eventually caught him round about the throat area, didn't he? Um, but the referee couldn't apparently tell who it was exactly that um, that swung the elbow, so uh, <laughs> he didn't get a red card for it. Um, but luckily, you know, we've got, we got a chance at goal from 12 yards out, which George Hurst was very, very keen to take because mm. he took the ball there was a long long discussion between the referee and the linesman say right in front of us wasn't there Dave they were talking for a good good couple of minutes yeah, and, it, and then it didn't stop you know once you know that, that carried on so you know they really strung it out and I said to my I said to my Jordan I was with my lad I said this is a real pressure penalty now because it just built and built and built and even when the ref gave the decision they still weren't finished with the linesman they must have had another 30 seconds almost a go at the linesman so it's all it's all building up you know, pressure on the penalty, isn't it? And I'm a penalty taker. Yeah, yeah. But as I say, Hurst wanted to take it. He, he took the ball off of either the lines or the referee down near us and sort of walked over to the penalty spot with it. But then, you know, next time I looked up, it was in uh, the hands of Connor Chaplin, who then side-footed it shin-high down the middle of the goal. <laughs> it was an awful, awful penalty, wasn't it? it doesn't great. The goalkeeper, even if he died the other way, he'd still have stopped it because <laughs> he just mm. left it, you know, his legs were still been dangling there from... And, and from diving either way. The frustrating thing of that penalty, he's such a good ball striker as well, yeah. isn't he? He's such a good finisher. Um, yeah. From that from the, that position as well. From, from 12 that position, yards out. you know. And yeah. Nine times out of ten, he just whips it in the right-hand corner. Mm. Yeah, the kick to the keeper's left, whips it in the right-hand corner. Left foot, just whip it away from the keeper. 
And Craig's right. It was, ugh, it was just a nothing it, penalty, wasn't it? But in a situation like that, you Terrible. just take the hooks off the bloody <laughs> net. Just Harry hit Maguire. it as hard as you can. Hurst wouldn't have been you know, shimmying and just side footing it. He'd have been slamming it to the back of the net and then heading off to the Wednesday fans to have a little bit of a... Yeah, they'd give it a flick, flick yeah. of bees there, wouldn't they? I think. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah, yeah but it was you, terrible. Yeah, just one of those moments. And it just deflated the crowd, didn't it? We just, you thought, well, it's, a, it's another guilt-edged moment of the season which we've ballsed up again. The Suffolk side reared its head after 16 minutes, <laughs> that's for sure. 16 minutes. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, surprised the, he took it though, Dave. Aren't you? He's surprised he. he well, he's missed. He, uh, he's missed before this season, hasn't missed he? Missed at Morecambe, wasn't it? And then Evans scored. Then we have yeah. an, Did we miss one against? Who missed one against Derby? Jackson. Jackson, wasn't it? So uh, our record's not great. I mean, Evans smashed one in against Morecambe, didn't he? Isn't so Burns, Evans. I'm sure Burns has taken one this season yeah, and scored. Yeah. yeah, probably. It was Evan. Evans certainly scored a point after Chaplin yeah. missed one. First half, yeah. Evan mm. or you know, maybe in the same. I can't remember. Evan smashed one in, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if one comes up, who's on it next. But I don't think it'll be Connor Chaplin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, three yeah. out of four. Yeah, we, we missed three, three of four, four penalties. Says Neil Perks and Kirk. Kirk says really affected both crowd and yeah. the players that miss it, it really did. like these can be game changing moments. And it was certainly a half changing moment, wasn't it, Craig? Season-changing moments, can't it? To to certain well, extent, yeah. Um, yesterday, but yeah, no. Kirk's exactly right. It just, dif- it's just one of those. Yeah, it's going to happen. It was yeah, a gift. It always the frustrating to us. thing. It, it was a one gift, wasn't it? You know, I honestly thought, mm. and I think everyone in the ground. Well, not perhaps not people in you know in the Ralph behind behind it may have had a better view, but it was a it was a weird because we took the penalty. The penalty. We took the corner short and then played it in. And then ref, you know, lines of flag, ref immediately blew. Oh, for Christ's sake, you know, he's offside. He's played it back to him. He's offside sort of thing. So it was a real gift. As I mean, yeah, it was a nailed on penalty, but a real gift. And because, um, as you said, Mikey, up to that point, not really anything in the game, you know, a bit of probing here mm. and there, but nothing really from both sides. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a, yeah, a, a big miss, that one. But then, as has been said, the the downturn in both performance and and mentality yeah. on the pitch was pretty startling. To be perfectly honest, we were yeah. we were done for twenty minutes. I know we'll talk yeah. about two goals, but we were just gone. We were shot to pieces for yeah you know, a good twenty minutes. Mm. Uh, sorry, just jump just to wrap up this penalty miss <laughs> debacle. Burns scored a spot kick against Rotherham. Um, says Max. Matt Bacon says that Chaplin and Burns scored one each against Rotherham in the FA Cup. So I haven't imagined that, but obviously Chaplin maybe got himself into penalty taking duties with the one against Rotherham in the Cup. Yeah, maybe. And Ali Cat says that Chaplin took the ball hmm. off her. Yeah, he and that is the right thing to do if he is the penalty taker. Um, don't think he's going to be the penalty taker Ooh. anymore. Yeah. Uh, let's put it that way. Um, and Wednesday punished us for that miss, didn't they? It took them eight minutes after that. A free kick just on just barely over halfway, Dave. I mean, um, it was an interesting take... one because I've, I've got to say yesterday, Bannon, you know, and we look, Bannon is at that level, we know, and we've said it about before. And I said, you know, yes, after the first game, that, you, know, they're, you know, they're really not, not, you know, nothing perhaps without Bannon. Um, and he really didn't have much influence on that. What he did have an influence mm. on and Craig's probably right. Certainly in the first half, he was never out of the referee's ear right the way through the first half. Um, and this was a quickly taken free kick, clever by him. He, he puts his puts his um, yeah, puts his hand set. on the ball, quickly taken free kick. Chaplin switches off a bit um, to um, I think it's Johnson, who ironically probably shouldn't have been on there. But from then on, it's a lovely goal. It's a great goal. Johnson just sort of threads it down the line to Windass. And I don't think he's not a naturally left-footed player, but takes it in his stride. First time, really pinging, swinging sort of left-foot cross. And it's just a beautiful header, isn't it, Craig? Absolutely mm. twists, gets gets across. I don't think you can criticise Wolfram for that. It's a great header. And it's you can see it on a great view. It just swings away from swings away from um, Walton in the far corner. It actually sticks in the net. It looks like it sticks in the corner of the net. It's a, mm. The cross and the header was an absolute thing of thing of beauty. And yeah, at this stage, they are, yeah, they're on top big time. You could potentially have a 
could um, Clark have closed down the cross a bit more? He'd sort of just perhaps, look, yeah. Clark maybe. was he caught napping a little bit by the whole yeah. free kick. He was, yeah. he was I think out perhaps of position. Were, and, and yeah, he, I think Ian Westlake on commentary was just saying what a good start to the game that Clark had had. Yeah, and then and then they play the free kick quickly, and I'm thinking, where is Clark? Yeah. And then by the time he yeah. gets over, it's too late. It was a fantastic ball in wasn't it oh, it's a little a bit like a goal we a scored a few years a ago with Jackson whipped in across on his left foot and Norwood headed in at home I, th- I can't remember who it was against um, yeah, yeah it maybe. might have been a game that we lost under Paul Lambert <laughs> would you believe um, but yeah fantastic <laughs> header uh, and then how many minutes later was it seven minutes later Craig it's 2-0 and again it's a free kick roughly on the halfway line. This time it's Flint chipping the ball forward. They they weren't slow getting the ball up to those front men, were they, throughout? No, understandably so. You can see you can see why you do it and feed off the whatever chaos that uh, gets created by by Smith. Um but this the ball sort of lands to to Bannon and he just sort of hoists it into the area, doesn't it's he, really? Um there's no real you're not really aiming for anyone particularly just again just getting it into the into the box early. Um Davis um I think maybe Maybe he challenges Johnson again. Actually, and it's sort of. I think it's Windass. Oh, was it? It doesn't get enough. Yeah, the, 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 it just falls, doesn't it? Unfortunately, it just falls about sixteen yards out. And um, who's who's rushing in on that one? Forgive George me, Byers. Byers. Yeah, of course Byers. it's Byers running in from deep. There's no one tracking him, and he slams it past. Uh, slammed it past Walton. So yeah, well, I, I did think I was thinking um, on the drive home, thinking, God, Walton just needs to start saving some of these. Um, Shots that we're attracting, but Christ Almighty, he couldn't be doing too much about either oh, the ones no, yesterday. No. Could he? That going back to that header, that was right in the corner, wasn't it? And this one's just a, you know, just been slammed in a bloke on the run from what sixteen yards. So no, there was there yeah, was good no finish. chance. First time finish, good finish keeps it low, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I say, and then we're we're on the ropes, aren't we? You know, we're we're done. And you say about Ian Westlake saying that Clark, um, had a good. Um, first, however many minutes he didn't have a very good subsequent fifteen minutes. He was misplacing passes. Oh yeah, Wolfden Burns, Burns had a right go at him. Burns. Burns had a proper go at him, didn't he? Real, really go. So much so at that point, I thought, oh mate, he's going to be hooked at half time because yeah, he had a Clark had a real drop of confidence for and and everything for about fifteen minutes. And to be fair, it ran through the team. But I don't really get to it. the turning point in the whole game really obviously our penalty was at nil nil, but I don't quite know what happened. But Wolfenden just I don't know what goes on there. Misplaces a pass, doesn't he? Well it was Clark's um, pass, wasn't it? Clark just it, it doesn't really pass it to anybody. He just sort of aimlessly passes it back to the side of Wolfenden and not quite as far right. enough to Walton. Yeah. And they both look at each other. And again, maybe it's to do with the understanding of not playing together very often recently, et cetera, et cetera. But they You're both right, sort of Clark. leave it to each other and <laughs> both go away from the ball with the ball just like mm. sitting still in the middle of them. And um, luckily, Smith's better with his head than he is taking it around the goal. Oh, it's, it's a horri- horrible touch, horrible touch. And we just survive. I think it ends up with the same move, ends up with Vokes having a shot straight at straight at Walton. But I think Moore made a point of that in his, in, in his um, after-game after game, um interview where for once I was quite pleased that he didn't lord it switch and say I said quite pleased but yeah you know anything you know oh yeah they're the best footballing team I just don't want to hear that anymore and he didn't say it did he, he just said the game turned on that on that Smith miss because mm. the crowd if Christ if that the crowd had turned anyway but if that had gone in it would have been toxic wouldn't it absolute you know it was, it was after that <clears throat> it was after that shot went straight at Walton from that move that there was a basically a collective you boys need to shape the F up here because, yeah. you know, yeah. we're getting yeah. our backsides handed get... to us. It was, you could just tell yeah, it from Bear, it was one of those Bear crowd Harvey, reactions. Yeah, absolutely. Baron Harvey says the atmosphere quickly went from disappointment to anger after that second goal. Oh, yeah. I think this time, Craig, it, it wasn't necessarily the, the manner of the goals that we conceded. It was just more the general play in that 15, 20-minute spell. We, we were just, we were awful, weren't we? And, and we yeah. just couldn't get a grip on the ball. Sheffield Wednesday were doing the same thing over and over and over again, just getting the play, getting the ball up to the forwards quickly, and then getting players around them. And yeah, we were just all over the place, and probably thinking there's no way back. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, we we all know what Sheffield Wednesday's um, defensive records like, and yeah. you know, after how many minutes it was, you're you're two you're two nil down, and and playing like we had done for that. That period of the game, as you say, there were people leaving. Apparently, not near me, there weren't, but there were people leaving. Um, really? 
Yeah, yeah. I'll leave him for a leave him for a beer. Probably leave him for a beer. I thought. Yeah, beating the queues. Four minutes. And by beating the queues, they would have missed a fantastic goal after a a really nice bit of positive play from Broadhead. Just we we just about steadied for about two minutes. Broadhead picks the ball up in the ten position, drives forward, and not for the first or the last time in this game, Sheffield Wednesday are guilty of giving away a free kick in a dangerous position. Mm. Yeah, and it, it actually came from a, a nice little cushioned header from Hurst, wasn't it? It was a, it did, yeah. like a diagonal from maybe Wolfenden um, out to him, and he, you know, he's, he's backing up, and he really has a nice little cushioned header back to the onrushing Broadhead, who, yeah, as you say, Mikey gets gets taken down and. We had a few free kicks in and around the area, didn't we? Um, in the second half as well. Um, but Christ Almighty, did we need that to go in before half time? Because I said I think there'd have been a an interesting reaction, shall we say, had um, had we gone in at two or down. But yeah, Christ, we, we, there's another good um, free kick that end, wasn't there, from Chaplin earlier in the season? But this mm. one's even better, I think. Um, yeah, this is you know proper clip clip off the underside of the of the crossbar. Um, 24, 25 yards out. And uh, yeah, thanks. Good, decent way to open up your account from uh, from Broadhead. It's they always superb. look better barring in, don't they, Dave? It's superb technique. It really is superb technique to get that up and down, really. And and a, a bit unlike the penalty, because I think that was Davis, that was nailed on, I think, for Davis to take it. And I think, again, he said in his post-match that never even seen him take one in training. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously confident boy. And um, yeah, absolutely superb. Um, yes, Rob and... Hughes says seemed odd that no one knew that no. Broadhead had, had that free kick in no. him. You would have thought that they would have they would have had someone prepped for a free kick in that area. Maybe it was just a little bit of confusion with Evans not being fit to play. Um, maybe they do. Maybe they are encouraged to make decisions for just themselves the on the pitch, like penalties Mate. and free kicks. Seems strange though, doesn't it? As Rob yeah. Rob says, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that with all the analysis we do and all the prep we do yeah, that yeah, we haven't got a. A list of players that if the ball's in that specific area, it's going to be ex- a bit like a bit of football manager. You got a, you got a, a ranking of who yeah. you're having taken the uh, free kicks, but yeah, yeah be D- Diamond or Royce, maybe <laughs> Muren over the other side, probably in that order. Um, he, um, yeah, I think he might find himself, um, yeah, the recipient of a few more if he, if he continues like that in that in that position. It was just superb, wasn't it? and you're it was, right, just just scrapes the bar and in and the. Still, still picking up power as it goes in. Fantastic mm. goal, Jimmy Wan esque. Uh, Nat says from the Sheffield Wednesday perspective, I offer at fault for the free oh, kick. There. He, he did lunge in there, a little and bit, I got to he? say the atmosphere after that went in. Craig was, I think, oh, obviously a lot of relief in there, but my god, it was superb, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it it, it needed to be, didn't it? Because I say it, it was just flip flopping, wasn't it? It went, it yeah. went from. I think everyone was nervous at the beginning, understandably. The crowd were nervous, and that may have just sort of um, emanated yeah. on, the, on the pitch. Um, but, yeah, it, it soon turned to despair and anger, and then probably a lot of, thank God for that, whatever emotion you want to uh, describe that as just before half time, because I say it was it was 100% needy. You know, 2-0 down would have been horrendous, it, certainly after that performance. It's just the context in it. You know, you don't get that free kick. You go in 2-0 down, you're getting booed in. They mm, definitely oh God, yeah. getting booed in. So, yeah, yeah, you know, at half time it was, yeah, polite. Yeah, all right, we're back in this, and still polite applause and stuff. But yeah, two 0 down, and the way we were performing, yeah, that wouldn't have been nice at half time. So yeah, just, just the, uh, just the ticket then. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you. And are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, no subs at halftime, Dave. Was that at all a surprise for you? Well, I was again, you know what? Denassiem maybe coming on for Clark. Yeah, on, on it, and Craig might agree. But I think, again, had that free kick not gone in, I would have, wouldn't have at all been surprised if Denassiem had come on for Clark. Not at all, mm. maybe. Um, yeah. Other changes, I don't know, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have certainly, um, I'd have certainly thought hard about, hard about that one. And maybe, and, and maybe Wolfenden as well. He, he had a appalling mm. twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, it wasn't. He, it, yeah, who would have come? Yeah, it was like Lee or no Edmondson, wasn't it, no Keo on the bench. Yeah. So no. perhaps, but look, as yeah. it as it turned out, I guess good decision. He might mean maybe one of those occasions where by you know you boys have got us into this position. I'm going to give yeah. you 15 yeah. minutes to get us the hell out of it, sort of thing. Yeah, put the onus on them again. Yeah. And to be fair to them, they did. We we did come out fast um, at the start of the second half. Davis has a free kick on 48, which is just too long for for Burgess. But Wednesday are consistently giving fouls away in dangerous areas, and that isn't just down to them. We were finding Chaplin. We were finding Broadhead. With the ball into feet, weren't we around the box? Yeah. Um, Byers brings down Chaplin in the 50th minute, Dave, and they're made to pay by another direct free kick shot at goal. Yeah, I mean, I sort of think Barley Mumba's goal. Think well, to a degree, the the Fleetwood equaliser, and it's from a similar position, very similar position actually to the Fleetwood goal at the same end up the um up the you know uh, the Bobby Robson end. Um, yeah, Davis just good connection. Um, lines it up left foot from an angle to the right of the box and think takes think that's buyers isn't it think takes a deflection off off buyers and yeah Dawson's got no chance completely wrong foot and it just ends up in the far corner game on at that stage and yeah the atmosphere is good and what I liked about that there was no real celebration there's a bit of you know high five and then that's it you know he's back Davis was back lifting up the crowd let's go yeah. again sort of thing yeah they were pumped but they weren't they weren't celebrate they weren't wasting any time no not at all not at all and we'd and yeah. start the half really, really with that intensity, really, really mm. on the front foot. So, yeah. And, and it, again, you can see, you know, obviously the effect. I mean, we've been there this season. How many times have we been there this season? You can see the immediate effect it had on the um, on the Wednesday, on the Wednesdayites in the um, in the Cobalt stand. Hmm. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's a completely different game at this stage. Well, back four, far more advanced, a lot higher up the pitch, which seems to suit Wolfenden a lot more, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and Morsey just seemed to be landing on the ball constantly. Every time Sheffield Wednesday got rid of the ball, it found its way into Morsey. Yeah. Every time we got the ball, it found its way to Morsey we had, as well. We had some chances. There was, uh, my God, there was like a Zidane-like volley from Chaplin, Chaplin wasn't it? Chaplin, yeah. Crack well held by Dawson. Oh, one, right, straight. It? it was sort of above his head, mm. but what a effort that was. And then there was the corner where Chaplin, again, it falls to Chaplin, I think, almost point blank, but it just falls, I guess, to the wrong player, doesn't it? His head, yeah, he heads yeah. it straight at the keeper, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but then, but then after was, that, yeah, it was that. That was the period, though, wasn't it? It was that fifteen yeah. twenty minute period where we were on top. But then, now we can argue about whether it's the subs or not. But it, it, the momentum just went and petered out and that wasn't by virtue i don't think of Sheffield wednesday particularly getting on top but no. we, we had a lot of the ball didn't we but there was a lot of just passing it across yeah. 25 30 yards out from like flank to flank and you're thinking well somebody at some point is either going to get across in here or just have a shot but we just mm. don't we just seem to be waiting and waiting for so that 
To be fair, I can remember there was a couple of Clark perhaps had an effort. I think Chaplin had an effort, and they defended well. They, I think they did defend quite well. Well, obviously, look at look at their record for goodness' sake. And and I know when Jackson came on, and a couple of times he got to the line, and it looked like he put good balls in. And I, I'm always a critical of oh, Mr. First Defender, but sometimes you've got to just give credit credit to the defence, and they just seem to get blocks in and stuff. And defend the um, box, and they really they? weren't creating anything. Bannon. I can't remember him doing anything at all in the second. Well, he got sub. Eventually, he got substituted, and then, mm. you know, they just anything they created towards the end was long throws and corners, really set set plays, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I but think we, there's a lot of conversation in the chat. Sorry about about subs. Romeo saying too many subs too early for me, and Kirk says too many subs broke up the flow of the game. And yeah, it was the 68th minute when we made that double sub, Harness and Adapo coming on for Chaplin and Hurst. I think Hurst maybe that he he played well, but maybe 70 minutes is just about what he can manage at the moment from the start in a game of that intensity. A little bit disappointing to see Chaplin come off though, perhaps. Yeah, maybe, but I just, I, I just don't really, I know Look, I, our, to be centre forward in our team, it's bloody tiring, I'm sure. You know, who am I to talk? But, you know, it, they these boys have to do a lot of running around and chasing and closing down and harrying, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe they are blowing out their backsides by 70 minutes. But none of, I can't imagine any of these guys are particularly happy being taken off. You know, we'd, we'd, we're on top. We've got the crowd behind us. We've got a bit of momentum behind us. Um, and, you know, if there's no real requirement to make the change, then... Yeah, just let well, it ride out a bit. Or not too, just stagger it, you know, just make yeah. the hearse ladap bow and just give so Chaplin another ten minutes, you know. Yeah. Um because Harness has then got to find his way into the game, hasn't he? Which to be fair, he yeah. did better than he has done at times this season, but but the, the sting just seemed to just go out know, of the game, didn't it? I think I I didn't hear it, but I think Mick Mills says exactly the same on Radio Suffolk that it seemed, you know, these subs are always pre planned. Doesn't seem to be no matter what the pattern, no matter what the state of the game is, these subs are always seem to be sixty, seventy minutes, two and two on two two on two off. Um and yeah, I think he made the point that perhaps it does disrupt the the rhythm and the and the flow of the game. He did make a good point, actually. I, I did <clears throat> manage to get back to the car in time to list it. He, and he said, basically, that the 11 that were on the pitch hadn't turned up for the first half. They only started playing on 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Okay. So, you know, you, you've got to let these guys, having now got their backsides in gear... See it out. See it out. Yeah, that's mm. right. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, and funnily enough, the closest anyone comes to scoring um, between then and the end of the game is Sheffield Wednesday with... Flint going up um, for a free kick. I think there was a, a question here that somebody got in early doors about <laughs> about how Flint got himself. I mean, he got himself he's quite free. Cons- he's quite he's quite conspicuous, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, Eric Clacton. How did Flint creep to the far <laughs> post? I marked in the second half because the the camera was zoomed in on um, zoomed in on Bannon and he. He just sort of chips the ball to the far post. My initial thought is, oh, he's overhit that. <laughs> but then Flint arrives on the scene. Then he heads it across the the face. It was just carnage in there and it falls to him. Absolutely smashes the half folly and somehow doesn't score. You, your heart must have been in your mouth at that stage, Craig. Yeah, I think it was Burgess. We Because, again, it's right in front of us. That's, where, that's the line we look at. That's the goal line we yeah. look down. I think it was Burgess who completely lost him. Uh, maybe that... He's got a headband, not a cloak of invisibility. He's got a headband of invisibility, an Alice band of invisibility. Um, but, yeah, so luckily he, he just, you know. And to be fair, he's scored an awful lot of goals, hasn't he? But don't know if he's scored many uh, volleys at the back post. But, yeah, luckily he um, slices it high and, uh, high and I know, wide. And, I know yeah. someone said, or I think was sitting in uh, sitting in the Sir Ralph, that um, there was some pretty much some decent NFL blocking going on in the penalty area, which perhaps wasn't picked up by the ref and stuff. But, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, of all people, <laughs> yeah, so it just loomed into view. Oh, hang on. Yeah, there you go. Um, Aluko and Jackson then come on for, for Burns and Broadhead. Um, didn't mind that one, really, because, yeah, Burns didn't really have much luck in that game, and it's always good to have Aluko on the pitch when you when you need a goal. Um and he had some nice touches. He he came on in the ten, didn't he? And 
Jackson went over to the right. Yeah, is Jackson that... went yeah. right. Yeah, but I think a word on Broadhead. I mean, a free kick apart, he's going to be a player for us. I think you can see it. He's just really direct, isn't he, Craig? You know, he gets the ball at his feet, and his first thought is to, you know, really go at the, you know, yeah. go at his defender, go at the opponent. Um, yeah, obviously, I don't think we've seen free kick apart. I don't think we've seen anything like the best of him yet. But yeah, he looks, yeah, he looks to be a player. That's for sure. I did mention it when after, just after he joined. I think I mentioned on here that the mayor of Brighton is a Sunderland man and a Sunderland fan, and he he was, couldn't not speak highly enough of Broadley. So if you can keep him fit, he said yeah. he'll be an absolutely fantastic player for you. He's just got the movement, the touch, the finish. He can dribble, he can shoot, he can head. He's just yeah, really a really good player. He was again, again he's the type of player that's only going to get better as well when the pitches get better because exactly that the Portland point Road I was going to make yesterday was. Was yeah. terrible. Exactly the point I was going to. Yeah. Again, not not just the picture at first half. You know, it's him more than anyone. Two or three times, just lost his footing. You know, lost his footing in the. Uh, you know, well, yeah, lost his footing in the pitch. Yeah. So yeah, you'd think that. Um, yeah, that can't. That really can't come quick enough. And we do have one one late chance. I think it was an injury time, wasn't it? With Ladapo, sort of getting onto a half chance, sort of la- sort of lashes at a shot into the ground, and it goes agonizingly uh, wide it's quite it's quite good defending i think i think it's clark has a couple of goes clark has one cross which i think is almost cleared and the ball's recycled back to him and it's a decent ball because it falls he's only about seven yards out and again when myself and craig's obviously higher i'm lower than, than craig you know looks like oh is that going to nestle in the corner but mm. that's not that far wide but again i think the defender just gets across him and gets a decent challenge in there hmm. and just just uh, going back to Broadhead, because these these comments always come in slightly after we've moved on um, from them. But if if they're good comments, good questions, we we will go back to them. Uh, Kieran McKenna said Broadhead has to get used to our system as he's been used to operating a team with a low block at, at Wigan. So yeah, we do have to cut him some slack, but it, it's going to be huge for him getting off the mark, isn't it, Craig? Mm, yeah. Absolutely. And I think he was sort of intimating about the, the fitness side of things. He, he also said that, you know, the ball's in play a lot more. We try and keep the ball in play a lot more, mm. more than he's probably used to as well. Mm. So, you know, in in our number 10 position, similar to the to the centre forward, you know, you're expecting our number 10s to be buzzing around, you know, constantly for the for the time that they're on the pitch and the ball and hopefully is going to be fed into them an awful lot. So, you know, they're on the go um, for the vast majority of the time that they're on the pitch. So, yeah, hopefully it's a, as you say, Mike, it's only... And you're going to get better from here on in for him. And I think yeah. another so, shout for Harry Harry Clark's throws. They are going to be mm. weapons for us. Because mm. yeah. I don't know how it looked on, on iFollow, Mikey, but he just throws these balls in. Serious power. Flat, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Absolutely bends his back and slings them in. And with, with no um, run-up. It's not as if he's got a big run-up. You know, he's only got about two yards but before he's got he his He did at Cambridge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But he doesn't at home, does he? He doesn't have a no. Oh, flipping heck. No, that, he can have a good run up at Bristol Rovers if he plays as well. Let's. Uh, so it's two two. Is how it how it finished. Um, let's have a look at these stats. Yeah, probably not a huge surprise. It go kind of goes along with everything that we've seen so far this season, and that we need quite a high xG to score. Um, Sheffield Wednesday don't. They they take their chances. Um, is that inclusive of the penalty, though, ours? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's quite high XG because obviously brought neither of our goals had particularly high XG. So no. It's probably equal then, isn't it, to be fair? Yeah. 0.8, 0.8 or thereabouts, you'd think, yeah. you'd think. So, yeah, that's that. I know not everyone's a huge fan of the stats, so we'll um, move on from that one. I think there's a few comments about us maybe making changes because of becoming a little bit too stats obsessed would would either of you go along with that yeah potentially yeah we've got a lot of anal and an, a lot of analysts careful craig um so yeah maybe we have been a bit too clever for our own good i don't, I don't you know where know. i sit sometimes i sit you know before the game and you see the the town entourage i mean obviously there's more on the bench now because there's five seven subs whatever walk out and it's like never ending what, <laughs> what are they doing where are they all going it's just, it's incredible. Absolutely and, incredible. He's obviously got a full medical team. God, I remember there was Bobby Robson, Bobby Ferguson, and a and, uh, geezer with a sponge. And a bucket, bucket and a sponge, it. yeah. That was it. 
Brilliant. One sub. Um, yeah. yeah. And I can tell you, having sat next to Craig um, this season, they, they all look up and wave at Craig on the on the way out, as do a lot of the players as well. Uh, Sam Morsey yeah, blows kisses at Sam Morsey blows kisses at me every single match as he walks out <laughs> the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Connor Chaplin always when he scores at that end always goes to celebrate celebrate yeah. with Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Right, just so... about just about just about those stats, though, Mikey. You know that <clears throat> it's not necessarily the the shots that we had or didn't have. It's just that it's just taking advantage when you've got that momentum in the game, isn't it? And mm. we we just didn't didn't create too much, really, did yeah. we, Dave? In terms of you know shots on proper shots well, on we, target, that 15, we seem to be able to minutes. get back into games, but then when we're on, top, not finish them off. That could yeah. be the narrative of so many. That was the narrative at Cambridge last week, wasn't Portsmouth. it? Portsmouth. It really was Portsmouth. So so many it go really again has. sort of thing yeah mm. yeah right let's have a look at the uh the other results then um yeah they didn't one result went our way wickham winning <laughs> 3-2 against derby finally putting an end to that run but barnsley yeah decent win for them against cambridge uh Had 10 men didn't they for over a half they had a man sent did, off in yeah. the first half yeah well, cheers cambridge <laughs> Yeah, well done, lads. What are the other the other big ones? Um, well, Bristol Rovers, who we play on Tuesday night, <laughs> lost away at Lincoln. I think they're in a pretty bad run of form. Oh, don't I no- say it. only noticed today what a good run of form Shrewsbury are in. Three mm. two winners over Port Vale there, as we'll see in a minute. Outside bet for the for the playoffs. Just now. won six six on the spin. They've just won. Mm. And Bolton five nil away at Peterborough. Who saw that one coming? Saw the highlights. Yeah. Clark Harris missed an uh, absolute sitter, I think, at 1 0. Wow. And then the game just ran away from him. Grant McCann will be finding his manager's coat again out of the cupboard, I'd have thought. He'll, uh, be, uh, he'll be back but, in next couple, but, next couple but, of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Barry Fry. Did I not time. see that the, obviously Plymouth beating Pompey? Did I not see that um, Pompey had something like 23 shots? Well done, Pompey, like mm. four on target. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Plymouth. Joe Piggott sorry, playing, I didn't, didn't even mention Plymouth <laughs> winning one nil, one nil at home to Portsmouth. Um, so they've gone back to the top on sixty four points. So yeah, by my maths, that's eight points off the top and six points off second. And Sheffield Wednesday have a game in hand. I mean, their home form is just something to behold, isn't it? It is just mm. absolutely ridiculous. Is it something like fourteen? They'd be 10. 14, drawn naught and lost. I think, did they not lose? Was it Port Vale who beat them at home? Someone, I'm sure it's someone like Port Vale at their home form. They're like, they just steamroller everybody. It's incredible. Yeah, it said, I was reading on Twitter today, someone, they'd be 10th on their home form alone. <laughs> wow. It's, it's absolutely nuts. And they got that, that I mean, obviously, Wick has gone. You know, we know they lost Cooper. That Finazaz is back and fit. He scored quite a good goal yesterday, didn't mm-hmm. he? Are you at all play. worried about Bolton now being level on points of us, albeit with a game in hand? Of course we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've got to play them at their place. Yeah, and Derby, and Derby, and Barnsley, Derby net level oh. with us. Yeah, it's all a bit of a worry, isn't it? Now we're looking down at Wickham and bloody Shrewsbury, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if we win the next four, then we'll be fine. We'll be saying exactly. that in. Uh, we got both. We got both Wickham and Shrewsbury at home, haven't we? We've got to play those two at home. And um, away, yeah, and all the others away. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Well, you know, if we can win the next four or four at the next five, yeah, that's a big if. When you've only, you know, the maximum we've done is four in a row, isn't it? In August, September. Another one, two in a row since October. Is that right? Uh, before Charlton, wasn't it? Yeah. Ooh. Good a time as any, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's got to be done, right? You've got to take some positives out of the, you know, the last five minutes. Of the, yeah, and certainly the second half. You, you, I think, you know, given the context of yesterday, I think you've got to take positives from that. Yeah, they've got, yeah, they've got to take that momentum, haven't they? I say it's just, it's just that, to, to my eyes, it's just that when you just need that little bit of blood and thunder, just a bit of chaos, keep it just on. that last 10 minutes of a match, you'll, you, yeah, just keep your foot on the throat and go and go yeah. again. As we said, go again. We just don't seem to have it in us for some reason. I don't know why it is. Fades, doesn't it? Yeah. Charlie D yeah. says the man in the yellow shoes needs to start earning his money again, Craig. 
He certainly does. Yeah, I did. I did mention that somewhere or other. Yeah, because that's exactly why he's in the in the makeup, isn't it? Is to you know those moments in games like the penalty, for example. It's being cold as ice and not letting it affect you if it misses you because that affected us. It affected the whole team for you know twenty twenty five minutes after we missed that, and that is you would have thought why he's in the building to eliminate that sort of thing from happening. Mm. Uh, Paul. Paul M, don't understand the constant changes. Edwards made an impact at Cambridge and mm. yet doesn't make the bench. Yeah, a little bit harsh on Edwards, but I guess I'd, there wasn't really I'd always have a fit Edwards. Shots. I'd always try and find room for a fit Edwards on the bench because yeah. he is different. He is, and he's got a trick, hasn't he? He, he is different. Um, yeah. I'd always Do you think and... it was a little bit unnecessary maybe to have, but then Greg Lee ended up coming on at the end, didn't he? Yeah. Or did yeah. I imagine yeah. that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, but then yeah. Christ, if you can't, how many substitutes do we have to have? How big a subs bench do we have to try and fit Edwards in it? Christ. But then you've got Jackson. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, when you look you, at you, it. So no Edwards in yesterday. No Edwards. I mean, they'd walk into those sides, obviously. You got so you have a Luco for the way he's be, he played in the cups. Um, you'd have him on the on the bench. You'd obviously got to have Ladapo on the bench. You haven't got any centre midfielder. You haven't got well cent- against Burnley, didn't he? I suppose. Yeah, but we haven't got a centre mid- midfielder on the bench. So there is. Where's there? Surely, surely, a space for Edwards there somewhere. You'd have thought so. He did so. Yeah. He did, as as the comment said, he did so well last week. He changed the game last week. Albeit, yeah. we only got the ball to him once or twice afterwards, <laughs> even though he had their fullback on toast. Um, yeah, and he's, he, he, I think, he is our one substitute that has. In yeah. games this season has affected games, hasn't he? Clearly affected games, not just yeah. the Cambridge game, um, or Cambridge at home game as well, actually. I think, um, yeah, yeah, he has had a positive impact when, you know, a lot of the times we make these substitutions and it's a bit meh, isn't it? But yeah, yeah he certainly has done. Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah, Michael Warner goes along with that. He says, We need some changes on the bench rather than same for some subs. Uh, Louis. Louis Hunt Cole, football is a very simple game. Just kick it in the back of the net. Okay. Um, we overcomplicate this with NFL style special teams for every game in the pursuit of the perfect XG goal. Do you think that's fair? <sighs> well, we don't we don't <clears throat> excuse me. We don't know the reasoning behind the changes, do we? We don't know if it's fitness related or or what, but it would just be it'd just be nice just to have um, a, a constant core of a team that just plays for now for the next half a dozen or so games. Um, I think, in terms of the pursuit, the perfect XG goal, yeah, potentially. I don't know. It just would be nice, just occasionally, just to have a pot shot out of nowhere. Just, um, just kick it in the goal hole. <laughs> just kick it in the <laughs> goal and stop it from going the other bloody goal. Goal hole. That's all you need to do. Uh, Paul M again. Haven't been the biggest fan of Caden Jackson. I think. Probably we're all, all in the, probably all in the same boat there. But mm. after the way he played in both Burnley games, I think he's currently offering more than Burns does down that right flank. I think we'll see him on Tuesday night in that position. What say yeah. you? I think yeah. we will. It's it's funny about Burns. Burns, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think Burns has hit the heights that he did that he certainly did in games last season. I think we've perhaps documented that quite well on the pod because perhaps teams have got wise to us and, yeah, perhaps are more, you know, doubling up on him from time to time. And I think we made a point on the pod in, in midweek or, or no, we weren't allowed to speak in midweek about Sheffield, but last week or last week and the week four that Burns, you know, in the big games has come up yeah. with goals in the in the big games, winner against Derby, um, great strike against Plymouth and, and assists as well. But yeah, he, he wasn't. Again, he was. I thought he was quite quiet yesterday. Wasn't he? Certainly wasn't his best game. Best no. game yesterday. But we could understand why he he went for Burns. He's of course he's probably more said. of a goal threat than Caden Jackson. Big, and, and, and as he's I said, a big done game well in the big games. And a yeah. big game, so, absolutely a big game, big game player. But someone mentioned in the in the chat there that he doesn't seem to be taking his his man on as no. much anymore. And that's something that uh, my friend who I sit with, Glenn, he's forever saying because I say it again. It's right in front of us, isn't it, Dave? First half normally. Well, just take your man on. Just go. Just take him on. What he used to do, do, what he used to do Craig, was he, he, did, he did beat him. He'd get it out of his feet. Like, like let's say, you know, different level. Beckham used to do. Not blessed with great pace. Burns has. But he'd just get it out of his feet, move the ball half a yard and whip it in. 
just yeah. doesn't do. I think he did it once yesterday and not very well. So the thing is, if you do didn't. it once, if you beat your man once, certainly for pace, if you knock it past, knock it past your fullback and you burn him for burn, yeah. burn him for pace once in the first five ten minutes, yeah, then he's he's on the back foot straight away, isn't he, for the yeah. for the rest of the match. But I, I, I agree with Baron there. I, I, I think that Jackson, but that that's the kind of game that Jackson will start on on Tuesday. I would have thought. Mm. Cameron Humphreys, Marcy Bolts asks, as much as I love Humphreys, has anyone Philly got bullied off the ball quite a lot Just, yesterday? I think maybe when when we were bad, he struggled. But when we were good, he was very good, wasn't he? He was, I think. I think it was just they had a bit, bit too much know-how for him, perhaps first half, a bit too cute for him, I think. And the, like I said, I think the game just the game just passed him by. But yeah, certainly second half, like we were, he was he was a lot better. He was very safe, um, yeah, as well. Yeah. First yeah. half, very very safe, overly really. <laughs> Matt Matt says the thing about Ipswich is they always try to walk <laughs> it in. Very good, um, <laughs> like that. And I and yeah, although that's a a, a quote. Um, from a comedy sketch, Gord Young says he 100% agrees. Um, we need to attack with pace. Um, and Nat says, yeah, it doesn't matter what level you play at, defenders yeah. hate pace. But, but Burns has pace as well, doesn't he? Oh, to um, be fair, they also hate six foot six centre forwards who <laughs> can can head the ball into the top corner for on the run. Yeah, right, from 18 yards. yards. On the angle. Hell of yeah. a header, wasn't it? You won't see many better. I keep thinking about that now. You... You won't see any better than that, will you? It was absolute picture goal, that one. Yeah. And you, you've both commented on how good the atmosphere uh, was yesterday. Um, it, it definitely came across uh, more so than the other big games recently. Rob says, club needs to rethink how they generate more pre-match atmosphere. Need a, a fresher soundtrack and announcer. Is that is that fair? Yeah, possibly. It might be something they look at in the over the summer. It's not the sort of thing you can say yourself with right now, I, I don't think. But yeah, yeah, very possibly just to like stadium of light kind of whipping people up into a frenzy Oof. before the uh before the start of the match, maybe. There was plenty possible. there was plenty of talk on, on our telegram group about that, wasn't it? About tunes and stuff to come out with. I, I mean I, I always get there about two minutes to three anyway, but it's still fat boy <laughs> slim, isn't it? Is it still fat boy slim? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. See, I can't hear. At least they got rid, where, they got rid of that. Usually, they got rid of that knockoff Sweet Caroline that uh, <laughs> they refused to pay Neil Diamond. Do you know what? DRS, so they got some bloke this, from the pub to sing it. It's been said before. Just hark back to the good old days. Entry of the Gladiators is what we want. Entry of the Gladiators. Bring it back. I think we should start a campaign. I'm going to start is, a campaign. It's not the circus music. Yes, of course it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure it sits the right time. <laughs> They could have played it at half time. Had Broadhead not scored that uh, goal for half time, they could have played that as they walked off the pitch, couldn't they? Uh, probably, to be fair. Yeah. Right, James. We're in the in the position now where we can talk about the next game because there won't be a pre match um, show for Bristol Rovers. There's going to be a a live reaction show. I think Craig and I are both at the Memorial Stadium on Tuesday night. So, if the, if if we do do a Tuesday night live reaction, neither of us will be on. But could be you, Dave, if you're you're watching. Possibly, on, yeah. I on think I might be. I certainly will be watching on iFollow. I thought. I thought. I'm a bit disappointed. I thought one of you, you know, would again Craig's car and do a, what I what I've just witnessed. <laughs> yeah, I have just seen. Yeah, I have just right. seen a five goal away victory. Hmm. So just on Bristol Rovers, I'm going to ask you both for your for your teams. Ooh. Your teams, not not what you think McKenna will go for. What would you go for? Obviously, because you're the experts. Yeah, I'm ki- well, ha- having just said we need to start keeping keep the same team, I was just going to make eight changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chuck out the back. The Nassian, Lee, Fletcher, yeah. <laughs> <Let it> go. <laughs> I'd keep I'd keep the same back. Well, we'll call it a back four. Sure, we'll keep the same back yeah. four, the same goalkeeper. I'd have Luongo instead of Humphreys if he's fit. Yeah. Um, as people have said, I'd have Jackson. You'd keep Broadhead, wouldn't you? Broadhead and Chaplin probably again, and Ladapo. Oh, yeah, Poor one or other. I'd, I'd have thought maybe Ladapo. Yeah. So three changes. Is yeah, right? Edwards on the bench. Three changes, but a settled back four. Same back four. Yeah. Man Edwards on the bench, as you say. Yeah, get him on the bench. Okay. Yeah. Just a question. I think this is another Sheffield Wednesday fan. Bannon isn't up to speed yet. He missed two games of a hamstring injury. Came back too yeah. early and aggravated right. the injury. 
They missed another six games. His first game out was Plymouth last week, but he he was still decent. I thought there was one. There was one ball, wasn't there, in the in the oh, when they were kicking towards the North Stand, where he just played it, no chipped look, it. sort of passed down the, into the right channel, didn't he? First time, yeah. He thought, yeah, that's decent. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, there was a couple of drag backs and stuff like that. I, I think I think we were just uh, perhaps I'm just thinking more about the second half where he really didn't show because we were. Well, no, I'm top dominating, but had a lot of possession, and he just didn't didn't land on the ball. But yeah, he was very, very, he's just very influential. But he's very influential with, I say, trying to be very influential with the referee right the way through that the first half. Yeah, interesting. That's what you, that's what you get for twenty thousand pound a week, I suppose. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. Right. Um, I think this is as good a place to finish as as any. Bristol Rovers on Tuesday night, and then. It's Forest Green next Saturday, isn't it? So a good chance to get back to winning ways. We'll be five games unbeaten if we do that, gents. Um, are we worried about not even making the playoffs if we <laughs> fail to take six points from this next two? <laughs> I, do you know what? Yesterday I did say in the pub, I said, do you know what? And I, I tempted for I said, if we get beat today, it's going to be such a downer. You know, we're, we're struggling to make the playoffs and got shouted down big time, but... I think we should. I, 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 they did come out with some credit yesterday, and I think it gives you heart after, you know, given the context of the game yesterday and display. Look, against Sheffield Wednesday, I think we'll they're going to go up top two, no doubt about it, I think. Um, oh, I don't, but you just don't know, do you? You just don't know. You know, Bristol Rovers away, will we, you know, will we put in another first half as we did against... I just don't... We surely can't, can we, Craig? Well, you'd you think not. You'd think well, not, but... Yeah, but Cambridge wasn't a great first half, and yesterday wasn't a spectacular no. first half, was it? So, you know, we've got to come out fine. You know, at some point, their team have got to be so riled up and annoyed and angry that they just got to come out fighting from the very, very first whistle. Yeah. If Shrewsbury can go on a run, there's no reason why we can't. And as, as Joe's uh, very intelligently said uh, earlier today, in each of these games, we will be odds on favourite to win. Yeah. Individually. You know, you're going into Tuesday, going into Saturday, we crack ridiculously odds on. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be winning all of these games. That's uh, over to the players to do so. I said, according to the bookies, we would have been up by now. I think we've been <laughs> odds on in every single game. Yeah. What do the bookies know, hey? But yeah, what do they thanks, know? Thanks, everyone, for, for watching and listening. Please um, drop us a like on, on YouTube if you've enjoyed tonight's show. And, yeah. On to Bristol Rovers we go. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in a participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.